friends, guests, and adventurers of all ages. Tonight's show is for the brave, the fearless, and the dangerously curious. Witness feats of strength, daring acrobatics, and mystifying magic. Get ready to have the most astounding night of your life. Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker. And in this week's episode, it's the penultimate episode. The second to last episode of the end of chapter one. Book one, where they finally go to the top of the tower and see what the heck is up there and what is going on. We finally get to see the big bad boss. Dun, dun, dun. So one thing that actually happens a little bit in this episode is that we, you know, just fool around and we're talking. And I noticed that people in their real lives are actually very close to the characters they're playing. And it's actually really tough for people to kind of get away from the actual characters they play. For example, Rob P is sort of the straight man of the group. And Otteron is the straight man of the group. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's impossible. I feel that people who are actually professional actors or people who are very, very outgoing or people who are very experienced with role-playing games can really go outside the box and play something very different. But in general, people like to play certain types of characters and they just gravitate to those characters. An example of this is that I actually used to go to the Game Developers Conference for, well, pretty much forever. I went for 20 plus years going to the GDC in San Francisco because it was amazing. The things you would learn there were just incredible. And anyone who's everyone who is in video gamedom was always there. It was amazing. I loved going. So one thing I specifically remember that I got the most out of was any lectures on MMOs and role-playing in general, because they were able to take billions and billions of man-hours and woman-hours of game design and game time and game-playing and analyze it to see what people really do. For example, here's one that always stuck out and I thought it was amazing, that in EverQuest, they put a guild house, I forgot what city it was, but there was a couple of guild houses. There was like three guild houses in these cities. And one guild house was like all the way in the middle of nowhere. So no one ever went to that one. But two of the guild houses were nearly identical in distance from the entrance. However, one guild house was exactly two steps closer to the entrance than the other guild house. And you would think, okay, they're taking hundreds of steps to get to the guild house and in time difference it's maybe like half a second but sure enough they analyzed patterns and where people were walking and by a huge majority people would go to the guild house that was just two steps closer than the other guild house things like that i found were just fascinating so where i'm going with this is that people fall into four different gamer types You've probably heard of this. It's called Bartle's Player Types. And there's killers, achievers, socializers, and explorers. 
So people that are achievers or people who like to try to do everything and see everything, socializers or helpers or people who like to help out and talk and be part of a society and group, explorers or people who like to just see every single aspect of the game, and those are the ones who make a million alts. And then there's killers or griefers, and those are by fall. That's less than 1%. Those are people who get off by ruining the experience for other types of players. You should look this up. It actually really is amazing. No one is actually all of one thing. Usually someone's a little bit of one thing, a little bit of another. But with that in mind, it can really help your game if you think about your PCs. Are they the achiever type, the socializer, or the explorer type? And well, quite frankly, if they're the killer type, just kick them out of your table. They shouldn't be anywhere near there. Why am I mentioning this is that there is even more expansion into this. Is not just the type of player they are, but the type of players they like to play. The type of characters they like to play. For example, for myself, I always like to play two different types of characters. I like to play a pet class, like a hunter in World of Warcraft, or I like to play an MMO boss killer that can do a huge amount of single target damage. In City of Heroes, these were called strikers, and that's all they did. They just were built to kill bosses, and that's it. So those are the type of characters I like to play. And I noticed that when I play role-playing games, sure enough, those are the type of characters that I gravitate to. I've tried lots of other different character types, but you know what? In the end of the day, these are just the characters I like to play. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. I just think it's really important that you try to stay within the character types that you like to play. Now, don't get me wrong. I think you should experiment and try out other different types of characters because without experimenting, you'll never know you know, whether or not you actually like something. But if you're going to be playing a game like this one, where you're going from level 1 to 20, you better be really sure that you really enjoy your type of character. Now, why am I even mentioning this again? Well, you're going to see something interesting that happens with Lauren. Because Lauren, I know for a fact, really wanted to play a different type of character. And she, well, didn't. And... She couldn't fight her nature. She has decided that she is going to change a path and go in a different direction. And she's talked to me about it. And she said, you know, I, I just can't do it. I have to go in the way I want to go and the character I want to build. And it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating to see how people naturally fall into different character types. And Rob T., Rob from Marco, he kind of is Darius. <laughs> I mean... Darius is a little bit more boisterous and vocal and fun-going than Rob T, but they're very similar in a lot of ways. I wouldn't say Aturon and Rob P are identical, but they are similar, I will say that. So, anyhow, I'm just bringing this up for those of you who are trying to up your game, both as a player and a GM, that if you start to understand the type of games that you like, the type of experiences you like, and the type of play style you like. And if you lean into it, you'll really have a much better time when you're playing. So, 
for whatever it's worth, I thought you'd find that interesting. And when you listen to us kibitz and joke around, listen to how close we are when we're kind of playing and being ourselves versus our characters. And you can hear how we're very similar and yet different in a lot of different ways. I just thought it was fascinating when you hear it this week. So real quick with show notes, first of all, I wanted to say that if you go to the Discord channel, just discord.rollforcombat.com, I added a new section where you can see pictures of everything. I put in all the maps, I put in images of everything they're fighting. You know, a lot of people ask for this, so I said, oh, you know what, that's a good idea. So I just throw it up, and this way you can, you know, look at the pictures. In the past, I did this with Dead Sons, I actually took pictures of the battlefield, but it's really, really hard to do, especially because sometimes we record these two, three months in advance, and by the time I post them, I don't even remember which images go with which podcast. It's really hard. So instead, I'm just going to post the maps themselves, and you can figure it out. It's, you know, it's a map, and you're like, that's why we're saying, oh, we're on the west side or the north side or the east side and so forth. Well, this one's a pretty easy map. You're going to be like, okay, they're on the top side. There's only one map for the whole area, so you'll figure this one out. But do check that out. Also, you know, do check out the Patreon. We just started up like 10 games in one day. Everyone's trying out the beginner's box. They're having a lot of fun. So if you want to play the new Pathfinder's beginner box adventure, come on over to the Discord channel and I'm sure you can find a game. They're starting up quite frequently because they're designed only for four players. So there's a lot of GMs running that game. And because it's only four players, it's easy to find other people to try that out. So if you want to try Play by Discord, come on over to the channel and you too can play some Pathfinder. And of course, do check out the Patreon. We've been playing Among Us. Maybe we're going to try something else. Who knows? But that's been a lot of fun. Do check that out at patreon.ruleforcombat.com. But with that, we're almost at the exciting end of Book 1 of Extinction Curse. Last we left off, you managed to fight off the weak succubus, Bellini. She almost had you, and you almost were able to parlay with her, but you don't trust them succubi. You decided, nah. So she left, gone, poof, disappeared. She could be anywhere in the world now. Who knows? Maybe she went back to uh, hell. You'll never know. Unless you want to run out right now. So a few questions is, one, why was a succubus in this tower? Two, whatever happened to those horses of yours? Remember those horses you guys rode in on? What is going on with them horses? I hope they're still alive. You haven't talked about them in weeks, months. And three, this is such a nice room. Look at all this. How the hell are you going to get a four-poster bed and all these clothes out of this tower and make it in time for the show in like two days? That's all. That's all I got. Let me tell you something about horses real quick. Lauren Sig is playing Hap, the Starlight Sparrow a human fire elementalist sorcerer. When was the last time our, we, we told you that our characters took a bowel movement? Like, just because, you know, we, we don't say some things, it doesn't mean they're not happening. Of course the horses are fine. We didn't forget the horses. Wait, we had horses? Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Varys, 
the amazingly agile Alhara, a half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. I email Stephen every day about how many how many times Darius poops. Rob Tremarco is playing Darius Varus, Darius's daring destructions, a half-elf monk of the mountain style. Yes, in fact. In case Darius. it's mechanically re relevant. Yes, in case it's mechanically relevant. In fact, <laughs> where are the bathrooms in this? You know, oh, there, there are no toilets. They're over the edge, and where the where, where those, the horses um, are. That's terrible. No, no, no. Where those oozes live. Uh, you know. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh huh. In fact, that was the best part of having the ooze. Oh, those bats! Every, everywhere I was a bathroom. on bats. You could just go, and the, the yeah. ooze takes care of it. There you go. I don't think Aridin intended any of that. Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, Uncanny Otteron's cauldron of curious concoctions, a human witch of curses. <laughs> in fact, that's the best outhouses in Pathfinder. They take a gelatinous cube, they enclose it in an outhouse, takes care of itself. No fuss, no muss. Brilliant. And then if anyone drops any valuables down there, you can retrieve it later. In theory. Get one of those... Um you know, claws from the from the video arcade. Ooh. You get like a rubber glove like you use for cleaning dishes and you just kind of... Right. You know, well, acid resistance, you just get it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you just put yourself in acid. You just coat yourself in resist acid. You walk in, hold your breath, get some stuff out, walk out. You're done. No problem. Good. Or better yet, you can like make a snorkel, maybe like out of bone or something, so it doesn't dissolve. Oh, no, bone would dissolve. Bone you make would a dissolve. snorkel out of metal... And yeah, then you metal. can walk right in, take everything you need, get out. You guys might be able to start a side business. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe like <laughs> plumbing. <laughs> Darius the Varus Plumbers. Roto Varus. There you go. This does not sound like a job I really want to do. No thanks. Yeah, it seems like it'd be better to turn it into fertilizer. You could be sales. Uh, I don't know. I don't like talking to people. We're number one at number two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's a local gross. plumber there's a local plumber by me called the clog father wow font and everything from the movie hey memorable the the people yep. with the funniest names are plumbers and if you have people who remove dog dew from your backyard they have the fun they're all they're all puns all of them. Just look them up if you ever want to see something funny as hell. Anyhow. So the horses are fine. You check on them every so often. Give them some, you know, feed and making sure they're all taken care of. And there's there's grassland outside so they can, they can nosh on the grass. What were the other two items I talked about? Oh, right. What's going on in this room? And man, how the heck are you going to get this bed out of there? I'll tell you. Well, first, we should certainly search around. I mean, I thought we brought a cart. Did we not bring a cart? Have we not learned from the mistakes of the past? Nope. No cart. No cart. All right. Can I, can I use a hero point to say we brought a cart? You mm. can say you brought a cart, but you still won't have one. I mean, I don't need a hero point for that. Oh, and Darius has been drained. He's drained one. Yes, I don't feel 100%. You have, you have four less hit points for the rest of your life. Gone. All that means is you need a nap. I need a You're nap. just a little tired. I don't know. He might not want to give those four hit points back. He had some fun. No, I'll give him. I, I want them back. Eh. Yeah. Ooh. 
Well, not till tomorrow, so at the earliest. Um, yeah, this room is got big bed, elegant clothing, silk pillows. There's statues, crystal vials. You name it, this place is amazing. Well, pocket size stuff we can probably take, although I'm still pretty laden down with this uh, full plate that we haven't done anything with. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe the bed's made at Ikea, and we can just take it apart if we find the Allen wrenches. Oh my gosh, we'll never put it back together without those little diagrams. We should search these rooms before we look over the corpses around that fire. Before we head up, unless we are going to rest again. But either way, I will look at this disc. And Ataran is going to move towards the desk area and begin searching around. The desk is a wooden desk. Above the desk is a mask that looks just like Bellini herself. There are lots and lots and lots of notes. So many notes. So much stuff in this desk. I guess we'll start going through it. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, that's that's what's in the desk. Notes and a mask. All right. That's it. Well, I will about what? collect the notes and the mask. Okay. You collect the mask. Notes. You, um, you can scan through them, but it looks like it was Bellini just sort of writing about all of her evil doings and the tortures she was doing to various people, including the Zolgaths themselves. Go back a second. There's a mask. Yes. And the mask looks like the woman we just encountered. Yeah, yes. I can't figure out why this exists. Yes. It's a mask. No, I, I think I can. So we encountered a woman who's really a demon, and we saw as we were fighting her that like she grew claws and stuff, right? Yes, and she changed to look like the sexy Bellini that she turned out to be. Yeah, so she's a shapeshifter and she has a mask that looks like this Bellini person, which means she's impersonating a specific person and has their likeness to encounter. Is this a is this a skin mask or is this like a wooden mask? What is this mask made of? It is... Made of spaghetti. It is a terrifying mask that is crafted in the visage of a leering demon. It actually is scowling and horrifying. It's not like, oh, it looks like a person. It looks like someone's screaming. It's like a Halloween mask. Uh, we thought it was it was the face of Bellini in her human it form. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say the, it's her in her human form. It's succubus Bellini face. Maybe there was a Bellini. But it's, right? it's her like looking at you going, ah, like that. Are we going to take um, some time? Yes. I want to look over this mask. I am guessing it is magical, but uh, it, I, I it, will know one magical, way or the other. Steven? Yes, it's magical. Yep, that's magic, Hap says from, from the bed on the other side of the room. Thank you. I, I will try to discern what it is. So between using Read Aura and studying it over, I want to try and figure out its magical properties over the 10 minutes. Ten minutes later, you go through the mask and you find out that that is <laughs> turns you into a believe. demon mask. Dun dun dun! It's a terrifying mask, and when you wear it, it gives you a plus one item bonus on intimidation checks, and 
you can activate it once a day and cast a fear spell. <gasps> I like it. We could give that to Jellico. You have to look like Bellini, though. That's the thing. Why would we do anything for Jellico? Uh, He's because, creepy. Yeah, but he could use it in the show, and it could help our show. Mm. Are we really letting him in our show? There's no letting. He's already in. Ugh. I'm so against this. I might not trust Jellico, but I do trust Dad. And if he thinks this is best, then I'm sure it'll work out. No, he can still be wrong. But I will watch Jellico carefully. Anyhow, this is, um, yeah, it's a demon mask. And you know, Atreon, that these exist. That this is actually pretty useful for intimidation or fear checks. It just happens to look like um, the succubus you fought. This is magically crafted to mm, have demonic-like power. It can scare people and uh, makes you a little better at scaring them. I will put it away for now. So while he's doing that, because that's a good 10 minutes, I'll say you you look around and you find elegant clothing, definitely worth a couple gold pieces, six silk pillows that are probably worth like two gold pieces each. You find a statue of a flying fish made out of gold, and you find four matching crystal vials in a velvet-lined case. And they each hold something different, you think. But it would require someone with alchemical skills to figure out what's in there. Atron, we need your help again. They look important, don't they? Mm. I'll be doing medicine checks for anyone who needs. Do I need 10 minutes per alchemical item? Yes. All right. So, um... Yeah, but they all look the same, right? No. They look uh, okay. Two of them look the same, and the other two look different. So three out of the four look different. So Atron will come over, putting the mask away, and say, How much time are we spending? Or Well, only one of them is magic, though. Do we know? Oh, sorry. Two of them are magic. Two of the magic, and two of them are not magic. I think we can spend as much time as we need, I think. I mean, not too long. Or the tower, I don't know, erupts in fire or decides to flood us or something. That's true. Well, this mm. room looks relatively put together. Maybe it's warded against the tower's strange effects. Well, I will look them over then, but it could take some time. You tell me if I must stop. Um, so Adron will start looking over items, starting with the magical one. Yeah, there's two magical ones, actually, and what is it, a craft check? Ooh. Okay, you tell me. Do you want item number one or item number two? Which one do you want? I'll start with one. Oh, you're so boring. <laughs> you figure out that that is a poison. Deadly nightshade. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It only kills you. So, Or belladonna, sorry. Belladonna, which is also known as... Deadly Nightshade. Belladonna. I'll and slip it into your liquor. Yeah. Takes 10 minutes to uh, to go, and then it slowly can kill you. Wow, it's really bad. should look it up. Okay, and there's one more. Yeah, then the next one. Oh, did you make it? Did you make it? Barely. This one took you a little while. 
You figured it out. This is a uh, elixir of life. Lesser elixir of life. That restores 3d6 plus 6 hit points. That sounds helpful. Uh-huh. And then you accidentally uh, drop them on the bed and you forget which is which. Oh no! One's the elixir of life and one's deadly nightshade. Uh-oh. I bet they're different colors. So I'm there's kidding. two more bottles that are... Two more vials that are not magic, like the poison. Yeah, you magic. actually just sniff them, and they are super strong spirits. In fact, oh. Darius is like, "How do you know what that is?" <laughs> that smells like a bourbon of some kind or whiskey. Goblin spirits. Ooh. So, so yes. bad vodka then. So during those like 30 minutes of him IDing and healing, you guys can look at uh, the notes if you want. If you yeah, want let's search around it. the room for anything else useful. Look through the notes. You search around the room. I mean, other than maybe the, the curtain, which obviously was taken from the monastery, now that you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, that thing probably came from the monastery. You, mm-hmm. you find quite a bit of fascinating notes now you probably need to bring this back and read it over in detail but it looks like that bellini was just literally having fun that all this stuff that's been going on was a lark a joke a way to pass time you have been running around taking care of things because a succubus was bored She seems to go on about having affairs with, well, a lot of the Zolgaths, including Golgurka, uh, the scout leader, Lakini. She talks about her pet blood wolf, her loyal Quasit, who were her right and left hand. Dead now. True. She also talks about her time at the Hermitage. And so she was just having fun corrupting them, especially this little halfling who she took in as her lover and corrupted her to believe everything was against her and then set her on the mission to kill people that were against the hermitage's beliefs. In fact, she just made her more paranoid. And it turns out she is just just going around, just causing havoc everywhere she goes. So it turns out everything that's been happening has more or less been connected to her. The corruption of the heritage was mostly due to her. The demons attacking the town was her. Um, There's just a lot going on. (laughs) She was just responsible for a lot. But interestingly enough, the Zolgath's actually coming to this place has nothing to do with her whatsoever. In fact, recently... She has been hanging out with Kavakash, who's the leader of these Zolgaths. And he was sent here by his superiors from a place called the Moonstone Hall, beneath the city of Eskadar. Bellini speculates that Kavakash's superiors are powerful priests of Zev Gabazeb. That is that demon of the troglodytes and all underworld creatures. A demon god. And she believes that Moonstone Hall has nothing to do with Zevgevazeb at all. But probably some other demon. 
and it looks like Kavikash's superiors sent him here to destroy the tower. And she has been egging him on, but she's been bored as he's been spending all of his time attempting to destroy the magical orb at the top of the tower, but has yet to succeed. And she mostly just sits down here, spending time torturing other Zolgaths, seducing them, hanging out with the demons, you know, fun stuff. So she's really just thumbing it through her vacation. Yeah, right. So maybe her the, these attempts to destroy the orb are what is actually poisoning the land because this supposed orb grants some sort of fertility to the earth around it. That's what I remember, right? It's mm-hmm. worth having a look at it before we go. Well, absolutely. If they're messing with some orb that's causing all this destruction, well, we got to make them stop. By the way, they should be stopped, yes. I think they're already stopped because we killed them all. Mm, I don't think so. We haven't finished the tower. I mean, Atheron points up. Yeah, there's still the top, and there could be some more up there, I suppose. If they're actively trying to destroy it with some kind of magic or something, we should investigate. Mm, I think we have to. Well, if you are healed, then I am ready. 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 I guess. Hap is laying like on the bed. And you know like when somebody's just like throwing a ball in the air and catching it. She's doing that with just a little bit of fire. Fine. Let's go. We should look over the creatures near the fire. Then head up. Who's taking the lesser elixir of life? Anyone? Uh, yes. If no one else will. <laughs> Someone should take it. Then I'll I will take, take it. it. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I used my last healing potion in the last battle we had. So I'll say you could probably leave the stuff here because... There's a, it's fairly large, the stuff, if you wanted to take it with you. So you could just leave it here for later. Like the yeah, statue I, and the... I wrote it down for now. But yeah, I presume yeah. most, especially the big things, we don't even try to take. Exactly. Right you don't pillows. need any of that. But yeah. And then as for the bed itself, you're not going to get it out of here, but it's okay. Right. As long as you brought the, like, you can take all the silks and the clothes. In fact, the clothes are probably worth more than everything else here. Yeah, that's um, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's all very nice, and obviously the clothes? It's, it's hers. Yeah, would, the clothes. Would they fit me? Would they fit you? Unfortunately, they would not. You're way Are too they... short, Hap. Oh, we can okay. get them tailored to you, Hap. That's true. If you like them, mm. silk. They are kind of nice. You know, we never could afford anything really nice like this. I wouldn't mind having at least one of the outfits. Or maybe next level, you should take polymorph, and then you can make yourself fit into them. In large person? That might work too. Get big. Or talk to Zoltan. You gotta figure there's like magical solutions to all these problems yeah. that we have today, you know? Just like the plumbing problem I was talking about. Next up, you know, tailoring. Tailoring magical and plumbing. Tailoring. Very excellent adventuring I mean, paths. Yes. I have to imagine low level magic users with uh, talent for crafting would have some spells like that besides the typical mending and all. Maybe there you could just means. adapt mending, you know, just cast it differently and it does what you want it to. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just quick craft. Um, I guess Ataron will gesture into the little hall out of the room. So yeah, right. the notes will take a while for you to decipher. There's more to them. But the gist is she was causing a lot of trouble. 
she was responsible for a lot of what's going on, but the Zolgaths were sent here separately. So they were sent here to do something to this tower. She was just having fun torturing your little town. Lovely. Well, I guess we go upstairs. Yep, let's go. Mm -hmm. But again, we need to look at the bodies and stuff around the campfire first. Mm. We never did this. You love those campfires. Yes, you quickly look over the campfire bodies. It stinks in here. I won't make you roll, but it stinks. They're all Zolgaths. There's tons of javelins. There's one breastplate. And there's one great axe. No magic. That's it. Hmm. 28 javelins. That's a lot of javelins. That will start um, adding up. <laughs> trying to walk around with 24 javelins. And yeah, not going. taking these javelins. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Anyhow, I see people gathering up, heading towards the stairwell and the gong room. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to hit the gong before you go? Announce nope. yourselves? No. It's tradition. You really should. You I sure? think um, Ataran is going to drink an antidote before they go up, just in case there's something poisonous. What are you scared, Adron? It'll be fine. We already took care of everything. Also, no. Lesser antidote gone. Dun, dun, dun. I highly doubt there is not something up there messing with the orb. Especially because I doubt we have dealt with whatever this Kavakash was. Okay. So the circular stairwell goes up and up and up. Do you go up the stairwell? Yes. I followed the front line. Okay. <laughs> the stairs continue up for about a hundred feet until you reach the summit. Whew. Well, I guess it's leg day by default now. <laughs> <laughs> we can convert this into a gym, Alhara. That's the third profession we can do. Well, this is an ominous map. Oh, I don't think I like being this high up. Eight points. Eight points. Yeah. As you get to the top, a sun-shaped platform of marble rises 10 feet above the flat mud-brick summit of the Aaron Tower. Four large columns support another marble slab over the circular stairwell in the center of the tower summit, but there are no walls. So the open-air platform provides a commanding view of the Isle of Aaron and the Inner Sea, and the Isle of Cortos to the south. A blazing ball of light, three feet in diameter, swings around the tower's summit in a lazy circle, never approaching closer than within 40 feet of the tower, causing shadows to spin across the marble. The orb provides bright light, but no heat. Instead, a soothing feeling of growth and life emanates from it. On the platform, a small heap of ripped nets, broken poles, and other debris is surrounded by several charcoal markings of geometric shapes. In addition, we will just show you this. To the east, you see an enormous flying dinosaur, basically a pterodactyl, but it's called a pteranodon. Terraridon appears to be enormous with a 20-foot wingspan 
a enormous beak with lots of sharp teeth. It is sitting on the edge of one of these spikes off to the east. It's just sort of staring out into the air, looking at the orb as it passes around. So above you, and this is a little confusing, you are on a summit. Mm -hmm. Okay. The columns that you see are 15 feet tall. And on top of that is a platform. The platform is 70 by 70, and it's a marble slab. It appears to be smooth and flat. So you're on the bottom platform, and then there's another platform 15 feet above you, and portions of it go, well, over the edge. And you saw this from a distance, but you didn't quite understand until now you're standing on top of it. You obviously are very, very high up and can see dozens of miles in all directions. What nice. do you do? Psst, Darius. Darius, give me your bag of bacon. Um, what What do you want to... We shouldn't eat right now. I'm going to give it to that big dinosaur so it leaves us alone. Um, that's a good idea. That's not, that's not going to work. No, it's a good I'll idea. Give, I'll give you more bacon. No, it's do you fine. remember what... No, it's not about me eating the bacon. I mean, it's a little bit. But remember the slurks, how they didn't care? We are more delicious, and there's more meat on us than the bacon or the seagulls. But these aren't slurks. This isn't it's, a slurk. It, yeah, it's so much worse. Do you, <laughs> I mean, are you gonna are you gonna go up to it and hand it bacon, and then hopefully make it fly away? No, I'm hap. just gonna throw the bag. I'm hap. just gonna throw the bag. Hap, hap, hap. I love you very much, and you're the best. But I don't. I don't think a couple of pieces of bacon are going to make a dinosaur go Is that away. all that's left? You had like three pounds of bacon when we left. No, no. We, a pound a day. That's how it works. We have a pound left. But that's, uh, we can have ten pounds of bacon. We, we should have a whole pig. That might be better. But a couple of pieces of cooked bacon against what, um, that's a dinosaur, Hap. Dinosaurs are not like... Um, wolves. This is a flying monster made of all murder. I want to cast a spell before anything happens. What are you I... going to cast? Can you cast Repel Murder? No, but I On want... Hap with her bacon plan? I understand she wants to feed an animal, and she is welcome to try if that is her decision. But I need to cast a spell. Yes, please do. Alright. Um, Ataran, uh, gestures from their face down over their chest and then reaches out and points at Alhara and starts to twist and turn their hand as they chant. Uh, I just had it. Salatmi Kapchala and repeats it a few times as a spiritual, like violet twining energy reaches what? out from their chest and goes to Alhara and wraps around gently. And it feels almost like a hug of warmth as Ataran casts Spirit Link. Wait, cast what? Spirit Link. What does that do? Spirit Link lets me get some of your harm. You form a spiritual link with another creature, allowing you to take its pain. When you cast a spell and at the start of each of your turns, if the target is below hit points, it regains two hit points. 
um, or the difference between the current oh. and its maximum hit points at its lower, you lose as many hit points as the target regained. That's actually really clever, since like at the end of the fight, everybody's hurting, but you're doing yeah. kind of fine. Yeah, that's a that's like an oldie but goodie. That's like a cleric. It's a very good one. Around. It's a very well, it reminds good me of Lifelink from yeah, it's Life first Link. edition. Yeah, it's it's Lifelink. <laughs> I got it because I took uh, the life boost hex, and I figured Atron's expecting something tragic or terrible to happen up here. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, no, it's gonna be fine. This big dinosaur is actually kind of cute. Don't be intimidated because it's big. Bardoff's big, and he's as sweet as can be. Yeah, he's trained to be that way. And then in the wild, this is a wild pteranodon. Well, it's probably this a trained pteranodon. See, it's trained pteranodon. Trained, where yeah, is trained, it's, trained to kill us. Where is its rider? Trained to, trained to kill does us. It, yeah, does it a have a point. saddle? No, but Hap sees that one of its wings is seriously injured, and it seems to be limping and it's kind of licking its wing. It still haven't, hasn't noticed you yet, but it uh, seems to be severely uh, injured. Hap, are you okay. sure? Uh, it's, it's too late. Um... I'm I know. Uh, <laughs> as soon as I see the wing that it's hurt, I'm like, here's the pigeon. Oh, no. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm going to use one action for reach spell. I'm going to use two actions on a heal spell. And I'm just going to do a heal level one spell. And I'm going to, I'm going to, so I'm going to hit him with a level one heal. And I'm, I'm going to kind of get his attention too. Like, like I'm trying to get a kitty cat, you know? Oh, no. Hey there, big dino! And then, bam! Heal spell. You know, he looks at me. He gets healed. I'm forming associations using using uh, classical conditioning. Okay. Get right ahead. Cast the cast the spell. Hit oh, the button. I think it's. Oh yeah, that's right. We have buttons for this. Uh, let's see. I only have a heal level two button. Huh. So I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Well, did you cast? You know, do you have a heal level one? You don't have heal level one. It's a signature spell for me. So you can do it either one? Yep. There we go. 12 hit points. Okay. All right. You heal it. It looks around, sees you. I, I want it to see me first, and then I heal it. Um, what will it do? Can I roll nature with this? Sure. Okay. It looks at you. You heal it, but it's not even close to enough. It looks like its wing was severely burned, and it lets out an incredibly large squawk and starts going. You're like, wow, that sounds like an alarm in birdies. Hmm. I, I, I'm guessing that didn't work. Roll for combat! It didn't work yet. Oh, boy. Uh, yet. So... Well, it, thanks, sir. Um, healing it. <laughs> it. It actually... It, it didn't work. Okay, so it does kind of this, like, swoop where it just sort of picks itself up and flies right by you and hap, although you're kind of down on the stairs, it tries to peck at you. With its beak? No good deed goes unpunished. Does a 27 hit your AC of It's 18? really close, but it needed to hit a 28. Mm. I think you have an AC of 18. Nope. It, nope. Every time you ask, it's one more. <laughs> it's going to be 30 soon. No, of course it's a hit. It's a big hit. Wait, what's your... No, it says your AC is 18. It's not 20. It, it's a... Of course it's a hit. It's a big hit. 
It's not 28. It is not 28. Oh, okay. So I gave you some cover, though. Uh, you take 11 points of damage. Okay. And then it lands north of Darius and Alhara, and it sort of, it sort of, it tries to swoop and it pecks at you half, but then it just stops and lands down because it's so severely injured that it can't fly for more than like a few seconds. And it just had to go back down because its wing was hurting too much. And it's sort of limping around, but it's still like going, it's like making all this noise, but it's in severe pain. It's okay. It's okay. Don't hurt it. It just Darius, it got scared. Don't hurt it. Hap, hap, I'm going to crush it. Don't hurt it. Darius, don't do it. I'm going to. I want to use a reaction to la just latch on to Darius' arm and you just can't. hang on to Darius' arm. You're not up. He beat you in initiative. You don't get reactions till you go. You're He's going to Is that fast. a legitimate space or am I lower than it on my on that step? Um, I'd say around, it's yeah, 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 I'll come around. You can come around. It doesn't come around, seem to have, stand up it, there. Yeah, it does not seem to have reach. Excellent. Because its beak is big, but not be big enough for reach. It was just a love tap. Don't hurt it. Otteron calls out quickly. It is alerting something that might yes. be getting ready for us. We need to move very quick. I uh, move up there, take the mountain stance, and bam, bam. Bam, bam. Don't bam, bam. Oh. <laughs> 24 armor cloths. I throw pebbles. Eight points. Eight damage. damage. Second shot. You punch it. It screams. Blood's coming out of it. Twenty-one to hit. Oh, you hit it again. Five. Now make a DC twenty fortitude it's, save. It's crippled. It's barely alive. As it already was wounded badly, and now you you punched it twice in the face. Oh no! Dinosaurs don't get mercy. Oh no! I think oh, <laughs> that's almost failed. a critical fail. It's just a regular fail, so it loses an action next turn. It loses one action. It's stunned. It it really doesn't know what's going on. It's sort of up now. Otteron, you're kind of in the stairwell. You can see this all, obviously, from where you are, because this thing is enormous. But is it FYI clear to me how to get to the top platform? Like yeah, the... it's 15 feet up, so you either climb or fly. There's okay. nowhere, there's no hmm. way to get up to it. I wonder how this was supposed to go. All right, so, all right, so there isn't really a clear way up there other than you There's no stairs or a ladder. Yeah, that nope. I can tell. <laughs> anyway, um, Atron, 15 feet up, huh? Atron can see the creature. Oh, definitely. Yeah, all right. can see it easily. Atron will glare at it with evil eye. Oh no, the poor creature! Oh no, it's evil eyed, it's slow, and it's beat up. This thing is gonna die before Hap even goes. Um, any like loose material or anything up here? Tons! Yeah, and um, Atron looks over to like a broken part of the stone up top and says, Erulavodic, and we'll send it flying at the Terradon with. Uh, Telekinetic projectile. 24. Nice. Oh, no! 10 damage. That's it for me. 10 points of damage. Now it's seeing stars. It's screaming out in pain. It's limping. It's, it's, it's bleeding all over the place. Hap's up. All right. So Hap is conflicted about what she wants to do. Because she wants to 
go and interject herself in between Darius and the Pteranodon. But she also knows that you guys are relying on her and that if this is a dangerous animal, she has to attack it. Um, Hap can't do anything. She, she's too overwhelmed. She has to just hold her her head like with her with her hands together. Please stop hurting it. And that's all she can do. She's can't do anything else. She's having like a little panic attack right now. That's it. Next podcast, we only have adult adventurers. <laughs> I feel bad for this thing too. You guys can do non-lethal damage. You don't have to kill it. It'd be great in the act, tell you that much. <laughs> I think Otteron will increasingly get violent. All right, so Alhara's turn. Yep. All right, so I've got good news and I've got bad news. The good news is I am planning on doing non-lethal damage. Ooh. The bad news is there is no bad news. All right, so the first thing we're going to do is we are going to, uh, Alhara is going to leap using her quarterstaff 25 feet over behind the Paradon, uh, leaping over the stairwell. So cheating. Look at that 25-foot leap. Beautiful. Oh, that, was, that was 30. That's two actions. I don't think I included that. She just that. flying off the top. Woo-hoo! I know. Oh, she fell off. Waterfall. <laughs> hurry, hurry. Oh, she's dead. It's it was a me. prevailing wind. All right. So 25 feet into a flanking position behind the Paradon. Uh, and then we're just going to do a regular old non-lethal attack at it. We're going to kick this thing non-lethally. And, uh, and hope to kick the fight out of it. There's an 18 against its flat-footed armor class. You hit! Hey, alright, seven points of bludgeoning damage. Doesn't and look I, good! Doesn't gonna, look good! No, no! One more at a minus four multi-attack penalty. It's like looking at you, it's trying to... Oh, that Only missed. 11. Are you, are you done, Alhara? I'm done. That's all three actions. Pterodon. It goes... It's in bad shape. It's only got one action. It'll just only has one it. action. Two actions. Yeah. It'll peck at Darius. It's it's in too bad a shape to fly. It's it's barely standing. So with its last dying breath, it lets out some squawks. It sounds like it's saying, "Help me!" To Hap. Hap swears to the gods she's hearing this thing saying, she's, help She's me. been hearing it the whole time. You're the making entire time. really bad. You know, with all the blood in your ears from where it bit you? It, it completely misses Darius with a 13. It's just a scratch. It's just scared. It, it, tries, it tries once again, this time at Alhara, but it's so weak. It's so weak, I tell you. It's so weak. Ooh, I almost hit that. And it hits you for 11 points of damage. And it drinks Ouch. some of your blood, and it's starting to feel better. Wait, it's what? It's starting to feel better. No, I'm Wait, kidding. What? It, it, no, I'm kidding. It does not. Vampire <laughs> Terragon. I'm not putting that past this game. <laughs> no. It, it's like, but it's still saying, it's like. Seriously. Darius, you're up. Now, you get to do non-lethal damage with no penalty. But, I do. You know, only I? if I'm, you want to. No, I'm, I'm going to finish it. That's um, uh, flurry of blows, please. Oh, crunch! Hang on. We barely knew you. And one Fantastic. solid punch to the face. Blood goes 
spurting everywhere. It gurgles, collapses. I, 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 and it's near the ground. Dies. I stomp on its neck. And um, Darius will then move. Where's the edge what? of this? What? I stomp on its neck. I finish it. After uh, you've already punched it? No, 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 no. Like, that was part of the flurry of blows. Okay. I, I'm just wondering, I, I, you from know, both that... my perspective, if Otteron is seeing Darius punch it or, like, punch it and go a little crazy and start no, stomping. No, 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 no. Not like that. No, no. It was okay. more like All right. whack it. It, 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 it hit, its head hits the ground, like, and then crunch. Right? Finished. Um, I want okay. to find the where's the edge of the platform that's on top oh, of us. Do you see the yellow box? Aha! Yes. yes. Okay. So that's how big this platform is. Yes. Okay. It it basically is just about as big as the top of the tower, but it's square instead of round. Correct. So I move there, and uh, what's the difficulty to jump up that far? You see, standing great at the edge. A enormous Zolgath. He's brutish, enormous, and has a gargantuan stone hammer in his hands. He's also wearing a scale mail and has a wooden religious symbol that you don't recognize around its chest. It seems to be, well, at first it was looking out into the distance. But then as you pop below the platform and it sees you, it makes a smile and says in common <laughs> to you, Interlopers, I'm going to kill you all. And you can continue going. Uh, it's okay. 15 feet up, so whatever the ability is to jump up 15 feet straight. Yeah, no so, uh, so I'll pop out, look at it, he goes, I'll kill you all. Uh, I'm sure you will. Come down and let's dance. While you're holding up. a train it on, like, mm -hmm. by the neck. No, just right here. And I'll say to everyone else, he's up there, and uh, he's not pleasant. I wouldn't be pleasant either if you killed my pet like that. How could you, Darius? You're not like this. Yes, I am. This is a dinosaur that tried to kill you. I thought you were different than the average brute that everybody makes you out to be. Oh, Hap. We can argue about it later. Ataron's up. Uh, Ataron's going to walk up to the top of the stairs. 5, 10, 15, 20. I can get up a little more. Um, stairs are a difficult terrain. Oh! Oh, really? That's true. Yep. Okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20... It's actually very easy in Pathfinder 2. All stairs, difficult terrain. That's it. <laughs> Makes it very easy. And I think uh, I gain two hit points and you lose two hit points because of Spirit Link? Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, does it say whose turn, actually? At the beginning of your turn. All right. Yes. So I lose two. That would have happened last time, too. This is the first time since no, it's round they two. got a chance. This is round I wasn't two. harmed last round. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um. And what was I going to say? Yeah, so I'll use two actions to move there. Um, so I'm beyond the top of the stairs. And Ataran, um, I think, like, looks around, is trying to figure out if there's a way to bring up magical stairs or bring the platform down, trying to, like, look over all the symbols and anything, trying to get a better understanding of what they're seeing. 
The symbols appear to be failed attempts at trying to destroy the orb. They're all very fresh, made out of charcoal. Otherwise, the tower and the marble are spotless. Clean as a whistle, appear to be nearly brand new. The orb continues its lazy circling around, casting off really weird shadows while you're all doing this fight. There appears to be no way to get up there other than brute strength. Hap is up. She's just going to sulk up the stairs. I mean, she can't see any threats, but she knows that there's supposedly one around. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I'll just come stand next to Otteron. Okay. Elhara. All right. Well, let's make this interesting. Uh, looking around as well, not seeing any obvious way up onto this platform and hearing Darius's description of the, or at least uh, awareness of this big creature up there. Oh, it gets a little glint in her eye. She puts her bow staff away. That's one action. She pulls out a bit of rope. That's a second action. Rope with grappling hook. And she moves over, she strides over to one of the eight points along the outside of this platform where she can stand and see the edge of the upper square platform. Three actions. And she starts to swing the, the grappling hook and a rope around, getting some momentum with it. Are you done? I'm done. Three actions. Darius, suddenly the sickening stench of the super powerful Zolgath hits you like a truck of bricks. Oh, even outside? What? Even outside, I guess, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it uh, it didn't hit you at first, but it must have like activated it or something, but now you smell it. Give me a fortitude save. This is by far the worst thing you've ever seen. And I think smelled. I have a I might have a minus one on this because of my drained. doesn't matter. You fail by a mile. 17. Okay. Not even close. You are sickened one. Nope. Okay. More icons. Darius and the icons. Do you have an icon for Bloodthirsty Killer? That's his <laughs> default icon. That's just what he looks like normally. Do you have an icon for... Loves his family and defends them from dinosaurs. That's a very specific. It is. It's the same icon. Darius, you're up. <laughs> you're second. Um, Hap has a crossbow on her back. Is that right? Thought I got rid of that crossbow. Thought we sold it. No, right? we kept it because oh, it has we kept the... it, but we took the rune off. That's correct. Right. right, and also we have the uh, climbing a, bolt. The, the climbing bolt. Mm -hmm. You will come to Hap and say, Hap. I need the crossbow with the climbing bolt, and he will see if he can take it from her. Ah, oh, that will that will take both of your entire action. Yeah, I'll. That's all I'll do is work. Atron's up. Atron's uh, going to move towards Alhara. Yay! And since we didn't start within thirty feet, I don't think hit points transfer this turn, right? Um, you were not thirty feet. Let's see. Yeah, we were like fifty feet or so apart. Um, because it's range thirty feet and it's at the start of your turn, which has already passed. So that's okay. I can get hit points next turn. Oh yeah, drain does take away minus one to all four check, uh, all constitution yep. checks, such as yep. saves. I don't 
It doesn't say... It doesn't say as long as you remain within 30 feet. You just have to be in 30 feet when you cast it. Yeah, so I think I do oh, okay. still lose two. Hmm. Um, and then after Atron moves closer, they open their arms out and black feathered wings spread from them. And as they uh, close their arms, suddenly the black feathers swirl around Alhara as Atron uses life boost. So now oh my God. Alhara will have fast healing four. And I have Ooh. one more turn. Um, Atron's going to take out one of the heal scrolls to have in hand. And that will be the end of my turn. It's like Hap is bleeding. And Alhara barely has a scratch. And he's like, oh, here, take this and yeah, this he... and this. I'll, I'll help Hap when it's my turn. Hap I think they also up. know that Alhara is a risk taker. And she's likely to go up there with whatever scary creature is there. And is going to need all this healing in about two seconds. And that's the way I get less hurt. <laughs> Alright, so um, Hap, you can either spend your time helping getting the crossbow and the bolt out or don't and then Darius will have to spend his turn doing it. I know so, what yeah. I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. I spend one action to pull out the crossbow. I spend another action to begin handing it to Darius. And then when both of our hands are on it, instead of letting go, I'm just going to hold it. I should smash this. And then I'm not. And then instead of letting it go, I'm gonna push it into Darius and be done. Ahara's up. That was dramatic. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> Gotta with play your character. Dun dun dun. All right. Well, with this newfound four hit points at the beginning of this round, thanks, Otteron. Ahara is going to uh, look steadily. Ooh ooh ooh. I just realized, hmm, let's try this anyway. Uh, she's going to try and throw the grappling hook up and over uh, this ledge, hoping it catches on something and pull it on down. Can't you just, like, jump vertically, like, 100 feet? I can jump vertically 10 feet. It's 15 foot up. So oh, theoretically, okay. I could jump up high enough to grab the edge, but I'd probably, I'd be hanging there by one arm and one arm holding the bow staff because I need the bow staff to get that high. So I'm trying this first. Also, if this works, we'll all have a way to get up. Until it gets kicked off. Keep going. Well, it just depends. So so that's what I'm going to try first. I'm going to try throwing the grappling hook and rope up there, um, essentially blindly hoping it catches on something. It's an uh, attack roll. Crack, peek as a rock or something. All right, here we go. 28. More than enough. You throw it up and it clinks. Although it's an incredibly smooth marble surface. So it manages to just catch in such a way that it sort of angles into the side. Otherwise, there was nothing for it to catch on, but mm, you did okay. such a good throw that it just happened to hold itself up and wedge itself into the edge. That sounds great. Uh, and then, basically taking Hap's suggestion, uh, going to try and advance her way up there as fast as possible by pulling out the bow staff. Uh, and using it to leap 10 feet in the air, which should be at least way up the rope, if not um, up near the ledge, and uh, trying to grab onto the rope with her, her free hand. Okay. So that uses my grab and edge reaction. That's uh, I'll take it. Uh, okay. You're not climbing, because climbing you need both hands free, huh? Right. So instead, what I'm trying to do is just grab an edge to like pull myself up once I get up there. Grab an edge. 
athletics check for climbing? Sure. Sure. 28. More than enough. Now comes the funny part. Are you, are you done? Uh, yeah, I guess I'm done. So is your, is your hand on the edge? Yep. So I got, it sounds like I got one hand uh, probably yeah, on the edge of the platform there. Does it the critically succeed? Does it critically succeed? No. Okay. Damn, that's a hard check. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be the climb DC of the surface. And since it's smooth marble, I can imagine that's pretty darn hard. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. The Zolgath explodes as your grappling hook hits it right in its weak spot. Mm. I figure next turn I can climb my way up there. Um, if you can... Nah, that wouldn't work. Oh, I know it would work. If if one of you two can just grab him and jump off, I can put Feather Fall on you and not on him. Darius is up. That's a great idea. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, see what I can do. Let me measure out something. Okay, first uh, I will uh, do a battle medicine on Hap. There you go. Ooh, 2D8. 21. It actually works. What a weird mm. thing for it to actually work. Although that's really mm. only a 20 because you're second. Nine. You heal her for nine. Thanks. I... Uh... I give Still her a kiss in the, I give her two kisses on the cheek and one Zerbert. And she I tries say, to protest. I I love you and dinosaurs will never be able to eat you while I'm around. And then um he will what is the thing to uh retch? Actually no, we can't Fort do that slave. now. No retching. No retching. Okay. To move there. Is he do I still see the guy? Nope. Alright, and I shoot the crossbow, the climbing crossbow, into the side of oh you know, into the roof, the the ceiling. What was that called? It was a climbing bolt. It's a climbing bolt, and I'll like stand, you know, or, and just shoot literally into the ceiling so I can just climb up and then arm my way up. Okay. Just shoot. But you. Do you want me to roll for it? It's the yeah. ceiling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you might miss. I, I've only got a plus six to do this. I'm trained in it, but it's not. Yeah, you stink at crossbows. Yeah. You're like, all right, I think I can do this. I mean, it's pretty easy to hit a wall, but. You might miss, or it might bounce 16. off of it. Yeah, right. Fine. I'll say it strikes the solid s surface and the twine unwinds. And okay. a 50-foot rope appears. Great. Right where that's, you are. That's all I've got. draw some ropes so we know where they are. Okay. So we have this fight going on. You're in the top of this enormous tower. This ball of light is slowly rotating around continuously rotating around the tower. There's a dead dinosaur and you're frantically trying to climb up the impossible climb. Atron's up. What's Atron gonna do? Does it... I'm guessing it doesn't seem then to Atron yet necessarily that they can follow up Alhara. Because... No, but the rope that Darius has is completely free. You can climb on that one. Oh, I have a I had a rope too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so but, there's a rope over here and there's a rope over there. But yeah. Alhara's not up yet, right? She's hanging on the edge, uh, 15 feet up. So she's like right on the edge and still on the rope though, but yeah. Um, yeah, I guess Ataran follows Alhara then. Since they're closer too. So it's like a move to get over and then one check. Climb. All right. Uh, let's see. 
a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> nope. A two. Critical failure. You fall. You began the climb, and then you fall and land prone. And then I'll stand up. And I guess that's the end of my turn. I'm, I'm actually really glad. You're, you're right on the edge. You're like, oh, oh no, oh no. Oh, you, you almost fell off. You almost fell. You're right in that corner there. Got to be careful. I'm time. actually really glad that happened because I was afraid if I fell off, I'd just die. Well, now you saw Atron almost die because, boy, it's awfully close to the edge there. Once you're you've up. been partially digested by a, a gelatinous cube, what are heights? How high up is this tower? This tower's really high up. I gotta look this Wasn't up. Wasn't it like a hundred or something? No, that was just to get up to here. So you are... I can figure it out while you guys keep looking up. Is this gonna come? It might come into play! Yeah, the stairs alone were a hundred feet up, so... Correct. Oh, is that it's what a, I was thinking? Uh, yeah, I think we're looking at at least 140 just... 200. Just flat. It's 200, I there have in go. my notes. Okay. So yeah, it's it's super dead. So if you fall off, it's a hundred points of damage. Woohoo! That actually would outright kill half of you. That's uh, that's a lot of damage. Yeah, guess you don't want to fall off. Too bad there's not a bird here that flew that could. Oh, I know. It happens. Up. Well, we tried to make friends with it and it attacked. A us, bird so... that can't fly. Well, it can it can kind of glide. Haps up. Can't gain altitude. Um. You don't need to go up. You need to go down. Darius oh, isn't God. up the uh, rope. He's just at the bottom. I'm right? about to. I'm about okay. to. I'm holding the rope. Um, Hap's going to approach Darius's rope. But as she gets close to the edge, she's just going to get down on her hands and knees because she's scared of heights. And then I'll just get ready. I'll, um, let's see. I've got one action left. Um, I'm just trying to think of how. I know what I want to do. I just don't know how I want to do it. <sighs> Oh, I forgot. I lost two hit points in Ahara game two. Okay. She'll she'll look up at Darius and she'll you know look eye to eye with him and like her eyes will just kind of like burn with just a little bit of determination and she'll just go get him and give you guidance. <laughs> You're inspired by her determination. Yeah. And by her gumption in the face of all that has transpired, and you feel like yeah, I am gonna go get him. Yeah, I am. Elhara, what are you going to do? All right, step one, I'm going to pull myself up onto this upper ledge and see what I can see. Oh boy, here we go. A golem. I think you're going to be adjacent to the Zolgoth. Oh, that'd be handy. Just stay within 60 feet of me in case I it's have to feather fall you. 50 feet to the west of you stands Kavikash. Oh, he's wild. holding his enormous hammer, appearing to be ready for you, smiling. You think it's a smile. You you go. Keep going. Okay, what is the what is the terrain makeup of the top of here? Is there anything interposing or is it basically a flat surface with it a is floating a flat orb? marble surface? Completely flat. And where's the orb in relation to everything else? Floating above us? Floating about yeah, it's above you. And it is approximately 15 feet. It's like, um, I'll show you. It's like, like there. Oh, I see. It's like outside the tower. Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, it's, it's outside the it. tower. It's going around oh, the tower. Okay. It's, it's not close enough for you to touch. Got it. Okay, great. Um, hmm. And it's like person size, right? It's like huge. Oh, yeah, it's big. 
It's like okay. it's like the uh, the New Year's Eve ball. <laughs> that like, but it's circling around the tower. That's the second biggest ball I've ever seen. All right. Well, let's see. It's down to him, and it's down to me. Uh, in that case, Alhara is going to take a step forward and start confidently swinging her bow staff back and forth across her body in a parrying stance. Did you regain up to four? Uh, yeah, it'll top me off this turn. I like how we have our little our little fire teams in the in the party. Mm-hmm. Are you done? Alpha I'm squad. Done. That's all three. And now he goes. Mm-hmm. He casts a spell. He points his maul at you. And mm. you see, oh boy, an utterly cold ray of pure darkness and evil streaking towards your chest. That sounds bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Let's see. What does it do? I don't like the way you said Dive, cold. duck, Whew. dodge. 26. That's a hit. Oof. I think that would instantly kill me. <laughs> 23 points of cold damage Whew. as you feel your life energy draining out of you. Yikes. And that was the first attack. He has so many things he can do. He rolled all fours and fives on that damage. That was that was definitely higher than normal damage. That was five d six points of damage. Mm-hmm. Twice. So. No, that's if the. Oh, I see. Crit. If <laughs> if the target's a celestial. Oh, the crit! He actually rolled even better. <laughs> he rolled. He rolled a five, a five, a five, a five, and a four on the crit. Look at that. Gee, he's I, almost I doing as much damage as I do. The critical damage just says twenty-four times two. Well, the twenty-four had to be. It could have been. Yes, we're just assuming. Anyhow. Um, yeah, so that's the first thing it does. Next thing he does is... I don't know what he's going to do. How many actions does he have left? That was just two actions. Well, he's got one left, right? Not a bunch? I'm afraid yeah. that he's got haste up or something. That's That would be awful. We'll find out. He, uh, he moves up a little closer to you, Ahara. Give me a fort save, as now you smell him, and it smells so good. Wow. Oh, I rolled a two. Critical failure. Gosh. You are sickened one, and you take a five-foot status penalty to your speed for the next round. Ugh. Don't like that. He's done. Darius is up. Yeah. Climb it up. Oh, you're climbing up. Climb it up. Okay. Don't forget strike. you got the plus one on that. It's a minus one also because of sickened, oh, okay. so it's, it averages out. It zeroes out. Um, so... Using the rope. You successfully climb up five per 20 of your land speed, so that's um, five feet. <laughs> my, my land speed is uh, 35 currently. So I'll say you're 10 feet up. You need to do okay. another one. All right. You start five feet, then you climb up to 10, and you just climb one more. Oh no, I don't know. 14 makes it. It's on a rope. I know, I'm giving you crap. Okay, you make it. (laughs) So you're up to 10, 15, and then you could just pull yourself up for the the last action if you want. Yeah, I pull myself up. Okay, I'm putting a little orange thing to let you know that you are on the... Which level I'm on, okay. And I'll I'll yell down, Hap, 
Grab the rope and I'll pull you up. Ataran, you're up. Uh, Ataran looks to Chilagosh and just gestures, Chilagosh. And Chilagosh's mouth opens as like a spectral black violet energy flows out into Ataran's mouth as Ataran uses familiar focus and then Ot regaining a focus point and then Ataran will try to climb. And Alhara gets two more hit points back thanks to Spirit Link. Truth. 14? Yeah, you make it. So you're 10 feet up. And then one more. 16. Yeah, you're up to 15 feet. You're holding onto the edge, but you need one more turn to pull yourself up. Okie dokie. And Hap's next. Hap will spend one action to put a hand on the rope. She'll spend another action to wrap like her left leg around the rope. And then she'll spend her last action to step on the rope with her right leg, you know, because that's how you do it. That's how you use ropes. And her last action to curse Ataran. Sorry. Her last action to curse Darius once more. Alhara, you're up. You're Did sickened. Wait. You got so many things on you. Wait, I'm confused. How, don't you just want to spend three actions climbing? Or did you want to spend all three actions not climbing? Too late. She's readying herself for Darius to pull her up next time. I turn. did. I did. I'm following the plan. You guys have your plan. Mind your own fire team. You're up. Go. All right. First of all, I'm going to get four hit points back thanks to that uh, fast healing. Woo. Uh, and after that, I'm feeling a little better. A little better. Uh, let's see. And there's this guy right in the middle. He does not want to be pushed off this tower to his doom, does he? Um, all right. That's fine. We can fight in the middle. I know that I am definitely going to be spending an action to parry. So let's just get that out of the way. Hmm, let's see. I'm going to spend one action to parry. I guess what I'll do this turn is I am going to move up to him. Uh, and I'm going to try and take a little of the wind out of his sails. So we're going to move up to where I'm in reach with my bow staff. Uh, and hopefully he, I'm not in reach of his hammer. And we're going we're gonna to swing at him. Seems like a logical thing to do. Natural yeah. 20 with wow, the bow staff. nice. This is so good. And look at that crit damage. You got some maxes in there, Beautiful. too. Beautiful. Max damage on the crit. I like Max it. damage on the crit. 22 points of bludgeoning damage as she spins her staff around, darts her way forward, and just swings it with so much accumulated force and, and momentum. Cracks him across the head. You done? I know I got one action left. You know, yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to do it again. Do it again. Only a 19. Probably a miss. But that's a good hit. You missed. It's a good roll, right? And it's a minus it's a, one. Cause it's sick. a pretty... Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a pretty good roll, considering. But, yeah. Okay. Cabocash spits in your face some blood and bile Perry. after you uh, <laughs> you do that. Mm. Shouldn't have done that. Now you made him angry. I like how the way you positioned yourself, he has to use an action just to get up to you. Mm-hmm. Reach weapons are fantastic. He walks up to you. One action. Spitting was also an action, apparently. He takes out his maul. The maul is glowing in negative, evil energy and pulsating. And you realize, man, if I get hit with this thing, oh my god, I'm in deep trouble. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Oh, miss. 
just misses. You. He rolled a two. I rolled, rolled a, a two. two. Oh my god. Barely. Yeah. Oh, we're screwed. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What? I'm yep. so angry. He has he has a plus 17 to hit. He barely yep. missed you. How is that reasonable? My AC yeah. is 17 or something. I'm glad our GPS is climbing up eagerly to help. <laughs> well, let's see. Your your yeah, your your armor class is 21 now. Wow, yeah. Oh, you're so lucky as he misses you and then the mm. the energy, probably horrible negative energy dissipates out of his weapon. Oh, nice. That's fantastic. Wow. This is up. All right. Let me measure out something. Beautiful. Hello. I thought Uh, you were going to pull me up. Yeah, she's stuck down there. Oh, right. (laughs) I pull Hap up. How many actions is Hap pulling? I don't know. Let's see. Can I do it like in a big swing so then then she pancakes on on the edge? Fireball. Give me an athletics check. Let's see. Let's see if you can. Oh yeah! I like a yo-yo. I got a twenty-eight. Um, I'll say you pull her up, and she can grab the edge. Um, so you can either spend one more action to pull her over, or you say that she's on her own. And she can pull herself up next turn. Huh. No, I, I want her up here. So. All right. You spend one action, and you get yeah. her up, and I get one action left. And I run over here to flank with Alhara. Ataran is up. Ataran will glare at... Actually, first no. Hap has to give me a fortitude save because you're within the aura range. Okay. Um, with that, before even rolling it, you can just assume that I fail. Just roll. You failed. <laughs> <laughs> so you were second. And Ataran, you can give her. me. You can give me one too. Yeah, Ataran finishes their climb, pulls up, uh, fortitude save, 22. You make it. Yay! The only one. Um, so that's one action, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so, um, so it's a spell or, um, uh, what do I want to do here? Um... Atron is going to point at um, Kavakash and um, in Undercommon, he says, you have disgraced yourself by coming up here. And every time he speaks in Undercommon, which the others don't understand, the air starts to quake a little and the smell of sulfur starts to fill the air as you notice embers start building on Kavakash. And... um, they keep pointing at Kavakash and they, they continue. You will not return. You will not succeed. You are nothing. You will burn. And um, Ataran is casting Blistering Invective. Um, so that's a will saving throw DC 20. Does a 32 make it? Jesus. Yes. All right. Oh, man. Uh, takes half the no. persistent fire damage. Critical success. Oh, yeah. The target true. is unaffected. Right. Cool. Cool. Well, there goes my second level spell. All right. Ooh. It's a good try. Yeah. You done? 
Hey, you're done. Yeah. Hap, you're up. All right. I've got one first level and one second level left. So let's start slinging them. Uh, Hap's going to take her arms and like start swirling them around her head like she's stirring an upside-down cauldron. And she's going to kind of pull like some bits of heat out of the sky until it coalesces into like a hawk. And then she's going to, you know, kind of guide it towards Kavanash. And the hawk's going to fly into him with elemental toss. Can I hit him with 21? Ooh. <gasps> Misses. Whoa. Oh. But then, instead of dissipating, the hawk, you know, he dodges past it. So the hawk swoops back around and just starts harrying him as, uh, as a, where's the button? As a flaming sphere. So now he can make a reflex save. You're putting both on the on the wow. Well, elemental toss, is, you know, is it a first level spell? It's free. So. Wow, he actually oh, fails. He can take Fair. fifteen fire damage. Oh, nice. Nice. The hot got him that time. Oh, I forgot to take two hit points. Oh, okay, I I got my two back. Thanks. New spell. I'll learn. That's why you brought me up here, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, and for the record, Spirit Link does not target temporary hit points. So Atron is losing real hit points. Uh, the temporary hit points that they still had remain. Interesting. Alhara's up. Still second. Still second. Yeah, I don't love that. I don't love that. I fast think, healing. Uh, yeah, fast healing, definitely. Um, the fast healing... Puts her in a place where she feels pretty comfortable. But unfortunately, those are the last couple feathers that, you know, fall out of the sides of her armor as, she, uh, as she's regaining her composure. And I really don't like sickened. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, first action, we're going to try to retch and get rid of the sickened. Ugh, not a great fortitude save. 15? No, it's actually minus 4. Um, what? Oof. Minus 4? Yeah, they're well, really sorry. Minus three because you're sick end, and you get a minus two for being in the Zora, So fourteen, you fail. Well, well, I guess sorry. We'll have to do this it is it. the first time we're hearing about the uh, minus two in the aura. I think that always is no, something. it's not. That's, oh, that's, that's, I just it's it's I've never noticed that. Yes, well, it's one other time. Like that. I've always no, been it's next always to these all things. All guess. If you're within the sickening aura, you get a minus two to your save. If you leave cover. and then puke, it's easier. Correct. You have to get out of the area, which is usually 30 feet. That's standard. All Zolgaths have that. That's a standard thing. So, anyhow. All right. Um, that's fine. I'm going to just waste one of my actions not being unsickified. Uh, and we're going to try and trip this guy anyway. Natural uh, against what? Yoda foul. Against reflex DC. That would be, with the minus one from being second, a 30 against his reflex DC. Fine. You succeed. What happens? That do I succeed or do I critically, critically succeed? Critically succeed. <laughs> he falls and lands prone and takes 1d6 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh. Ooh. And I get a panache. Ooh. Which, I love a panache. Panache. I love a panache. Panache is so good. Which I'm not even going to put the marker on my token uh, because I'm immediately going to use it to, to kick him right in the ribs uh, with a confident finish uh ooh, not mm. great 19 against his flat-footed armor class it's mm -hmm. a miss okay 21 missed miss. earlier yeah yeah i still do with confident finish no it's half of the okay. nine 
So it's four. You do four points of damage, right? Uh, right, yeah. Half half of the nine, yeah. So I do still do four points with the confident finish. You barely hit him. How much yeah, did he's, the, a, uh, he's a little blocked. The D6. He took a D6 from falling, too. You, That's you not nothing. That. I'm waiting oh, for all right. that. Oh, for roll that. Roll the D6. Someone's got to oh. roll it. Well, please. Hey, I got three. three points, then. That's still not a bad turn doing right. seven points. I'll take okay. it. And, and the him waste prone. an action, too. Yeah, he's, he's on the ground. He'll have to stand up if he wants to do anything useful. And then he'll have to get away from the from the fiery hawk. Not yep. true. Not true. He can still cast spells on the floor. Sure. He does not need to stand up. But maybe he wants to because he loves to hit people with his hammer. Nah. Nah. No. He doesn't. He'll, he's not he'll a stand-upper guy. Circumstance penalty to attack rolls. Sure, but you know, whatever. I don't think he needs to do an attack roll. It depends on what it is. It depends, on the, depends on the spell, right? It depends on the spell. Hmm. So what happens when he t- if he stays there to take a damage on his turn from the hawk or on Hap's turn? When I sustain the spell, so my turn. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to stay on the ground, and he's going to cast the spell, and he's going to hit everyone. Sure. Everyone, um, give me a fortitude save as he casts a level three harm spell on all four of you. Yeah. Is this with an extra minus on it? Why would there be a minus on it? The minus two it's from the aura. Damage. Okay. Oh, DC oh, yeah, twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. No oh, let's way. See. Darius fails. Atra succeeds. Hap fails. Alhara fails. Fails. Alhara got twenty-six. I got twenty-six. Well, you have a minus. Oh, barely. You have a yeah. minus one. Barely still saves. Okay. So those who... Well, that's all the damage it did? Oh, well. Yeah, the three action one's kind of weak. Well, I no, take, you didn't roll that great. So. I rolled... I'll take... I'm assuming I take 12 of that. 12 of the 12. Yeah, so Darius takes 12. Hap takes 12. Atron and Ahara take six points of damage each. I mean, it seems like a small amount, but it's also oh, no. damage to all of us. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. It's like it seems like a small right. amount, but then actually, he just did thirty-six points of damage right. to everyone. So that's a lot of damage. Like it's, it's not bad. Yeah, it's it's pretty good, and it's a lot of bang for his buck. Yeah, thirty-six is rookie done. numbers, especially with three actions. Ataron throws up some violence. Wow, I guess Hap's going to be attacked next round if he lives. And then you'll see what rookie numbers can do. Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, Darius will retake the mountain stance because he wasn't touching the ground when he was climbing. Number two, he will. He would like to try and puke up the stink. So let's see okay. how that goes. Okay. Oh, Darius gets the minus four. Yeah. You get a... I'm no. close. No, I'm close. And Florio blows. 14. No, 15. 15. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't Plus matter. Twenties. Don't even bother me. Don't even bother me with your fourteens. Uh, that's gonna be a big slappity miss. Wow, you can't even hit a prone cavacash covered nope. in th- oh miss, my miss. god! Whiffity whiff whiff. Wow. Whiff. Whoa. You rolled a two and then a three. That's, yeah, that's critical. That's miss. how it goes. Because we're so high in the air. That's why. This, yeah. It's very altitude sickness. Altitude sickness. Atron's up. Atron. Like, what's going on? Their arms out and black feathered wings grow again. And as they bring their arms close, Atron just stares, um, watching Alhara, um, kick at Kavakash, and the feathers comes swooping around Alhara um, from behind her and uh, wrap around her as Atron uses life boost again. 
Um, I lose two as you gain two as part of Spirit Link. Yep, got those. You just restack. You're not stacking it. You're just casting it again. Yeah, right. it just it, wore it's off. finished. Um, yeah. And then Otteron, um throws the scroll up that they had in their hand and reads from it quickly as it burns away. And I'm using the two-action heal on myself. Nice. Mm. I'm supposed to use... So selfish. Uh, needed. Otteron is, is doing great, but it's also like just taking all of my damage. So it's, 13 it's, points of healing for Otteron. Yeah, they're doing a good job, I think. Hap is up. Hap is not enjoying this. Dead dinosaur downstairs. She's puking her brain's head upstairs. She's half dead. She's having a bad time. She's definitely having a bad time. Um, and like right now, this dude just like did like a cartoon villain like channel of like all pulling all his life force out. Uh, but she's got to just fight through the pain. She's got to just grin and bear it. So she'll continue commanding the hawk. It will, it will, uh, one action will sustain the flaming sphere. And he's, uh, uh, do another reflex save, please. Okay. Uh, so no damage. 27, 25 even if it's flat, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't take any damage. And with, and with my last two action, I'm going to pull something else out of the atmosphere, but it's not going to be heat. I'm going to pull a little bit of energy out of the atmosphere. Ooh. I'm going to hit him with an electric arc. Because nice. Because it, nice. it, it's just reliable damage. All right. Uh, another reflex save, please. Okay. He makes it, but, you know, still half damage. Five points. He's, he's yep. starting to look It's something. Kind of... I'll nickel and dime him. I'll do mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Lara's up. All right. We're going to take another chance. Oh, that negative yeah. is horrible. Another chance to retch out the sickness. And, and don't forget the fast healing. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab that. Thank you. 17 does not make 17. it. 17. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll just keep on beating this guy on the ground. Um, <laughs> yeah. Give gonna, up your dark plants. Yeah. Well, we'll start with a, uh, a bow staff attack. 29 nice. to hit a slot footed armor class for 10 points of bludgeoning. Uh, and then we'll follow up with a swift kick because it's an agile weapon. A uh, 25 yeah. against his flat-footed armor class. Ooh. Or 7 bludgeoning. Beautiful. I'm happy with my turn. He stands up. Mm, hold on one second. I get to hit him. <laughs> That's true. Stand still. I will try and stomp him down. I mean, you just got to practice with that about a minute ago. How about a 26? Yeah. Boom. He stands up, but he has 6 damage. <laughs> Unless it was a critical. Not even close. He spits on you, Darius, and then swings his maul. Spitting all Ooh. the time, this guy. Now, is that spitting an actual action? Is he doing something? No, nah, he's or is trying he just to being gross? He's spitting awful lot this combat. 25. Spitting teeth. He's got to be parched. <laughs> 15 <laughs> points of damage. That's his first action after he stood up. It's one more action. One more action. One more chance. He'll uh he'll just harm you, Darius. Just me personally. One action. Yep, one action harm on you. That's a fort? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Roll. Crap. You still fail. Thirteen points of damage. Urgh. And he is done. 
Flurry of blows. 26. Aha. Nice. Yep, you hit him. Eight points of damage. And probably a miss. That does miss. All right, that was, he must make a DC 20 fortitude save for the stunning strike. Does not make it. He's higher than you. Yeah. He makes, he makes it. He's it. All, everything's great, and he, he loves it. That's mm. right. I <laughs> uh, will do battle medicine on myself. Smart. <laughs> battle medicine's so, so good. Cheating. Oh, Justin. Oh, my God. Mm, you still pissed me. Wow. A four? You rolled a four? You rolled a, four. You rolled a 15 for a four. You barely, you always oh barely finish Nothing could be more Darius than barely making a <laughs> uh, 17 hit points. But then barely making a DC 15 check at level, what are we, four? Uh, get all the jokes in. Level five. I'm not done yet. Level at a, five. At a skill he's an expert at? Um, at level five, I get assurance all the jokes are going to end because everyone's going to get healing reliably. The joke I, then I, will I, be I, that you needed assurance. No, you need yeah, to get, yeah, no, the joke is that you're never going to make the DC 20 because assurance only gives you a 19. <laughs> As a 20 to hit. Flat-footed. Flat-footed. Hmm. Yes, Ooh, 10 points of damage. Yeah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Eat that, you stinky son of a bitch. Let me just wham, wham, heal myself up. Wham, wham, wazzle. Put some Bactine, little, little Hello Kitty Band-Aid on my cheek. Whoa-pow, done. It's over. Wow. You didn't even need to go sweet rat on him. Nope, nope. Everything was fine. We're all fine here. Everything's great. Plus, you already used your sweet rat on that poor Pteranodon. You guys stink. No, I didn't sweet rat on that guy. So let's let's hold our nose, check his pockets for loose change, and then toss <laughs> him off of the tower. Sounds like a great idea. Really? Damn. Yeah, oh. we, he stinks. Let's get rid of him. Yeah, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Even for the crows. Crows All are right. important, and they need to eat, too. He, he's dead. So um, you're up here. He drops. Okay, let's in investigate the whole area and unsicken well, ourselves. Yeah, can, I was gonna say, can we just like take a moment to just regain our uh, our composure? Yes. And as you regain your composure, something happens. The pterodon flies up and attacks Hap and pulls her off. No, it's the pterodon's. It's the pterodon's brother. As you strike down Kavakash, and you sit there panting. Also, trying to hold your mouth while your pants going, oh, oh man, this stinks. Oh, this enormous Zolgath collapses, his hammer clinking onto the marble. And then you feel something happen. You feel as if energy pulses out of the orb, almost like a thank you. Ooh. Almost as if. Aridin himself was thanking you for defending the tower. You feel a powerful energy cascade into your body. You now have ability called Resident Reflection. You don't know exactly what this is, but you feel as if you have this thing called a reflection of life that will help you gain healing. What it does exactly, you'll probably have to go talk to the priest about, or a priest, but something just happened where you were blessed by the tower itself, and you feel 
as if you have a mysterious energy. What's also fascinating is that it does not seem to be taking up any of your invested item slots. It is now a permanent magical item affixed to your character. What it is, you're not exactly sure, but it feels pretty cool. Wow, that's kind of neat. Interesting. It's almost as if the tower was thanking you for defending itself. And that's gone. So now you got a stinky Zolgath in front of you. You snap out of it. Otteron eyes just look at the orb and follow it spinning. Did anyone feel a strange energy move through them? Yes. Taps yeah, back on strange. her hands and knees because she's real close to the edge. Yep, that was kind of weird. I think maybe this is what heroism feels like. I know people said that we were before because of the the druids and all that that we saved and the hermitage and all that, but all those all those folks in town. But I don't know. I feel like we've accomplished something righteous today. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. Today, we really heroed it up. What I'm curious about is it feels like the tower or the orb actually chose to do something to us, which is miraculous, yes, and strange considering... Um, it would mean that perhaps knew the Zolgas intention and ours. Perhaps. Unless someone did something I did not see. Natan <laughs> looks around curiously. I think it's kind of pretty. Mm. I would like to get down from here quickly. Let's look at this creature. And Atron right. will move up beside Alhara to look over Kavakash. Well, sure. As a, crawl like away from the edge. <laughs> Yeah. You look on Kavakash, and otherwise you find it's a mall, but it has magic. Uh, you have wooden religious symbol. You're not sure which one. Scale, male, and a wand. That's oh, neat. That's all you find. So a wand, the magical mall, wooden religious symbol, and scale mail. Cool. I'm sure most of this is enchanted. Um, can I try to think of what the symbol reflects? As a god or religion? Isn't it the, the cave demon dude? It's the cave demon dude. Ah. Geb Gazeb or whatever. Zeb Gabazeb. Yeah, no, no, that's right. Zev Gavazeb. Mm. I just looked look up how you spell it. That's how you say it. Zev Gavazeb. Alright. So not surprising then. Alright. Well still um, so cool. We should go back down. Yep, we take all this magical stuff and we go back down. Yes. Sounds good. But I would like to puke first. <laughs> yes, I think the open air actually agreed with me. It did not bother me as much as it used to. Do, do you puke over the edge? Yes. Oh. Do you pee over the edge? No. 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 Hmm. That's, the, that's the best part. Oh my god, my, my doppelganger's hero. Well, all it's right. quite nice up here. And and uh, you can see your house from up here. Can we see the circus? No, not quite. You can you can see pretty far though because the land around here is really flat. But you can actually see the you can actually see across the sea. Isle of Cortos. Guys, my stomach really doesn't feel too good after after smelling that guy. Yeah, join the club. Let's all puke together like a family. And. And Hap kind of like stumbles and falls off the edge. Wait, what? what? Yep, she falls off the edge. What? Featherfall. She's just trying to be funny. 
feather fall. She's just trying to be funny. Race you to the bottom, suckers. Well, I'd say you might be distracted by being sick. So give me a concentration check. Sure. Oh, Nat. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, that, that it's still in the game. Um, what's it called? They renamed it, though. It's something different. It was funny because you had already said earlier that we just can compose ourselves and be done with it. Mm-hmm. 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 But you just said you were sick. Yeah, she was playing. She was joking. Oh, got it. All right. Well, you puke yourself off the edge and then fall off. And everyone's like, ah. Mm. And then you you fall slowly down. And Not then you realize, funny. Wait, I'm out of spell slots for today. And then you die. And nope. I, say, I saved one is just over. for this. Are you I sure? Think... I might yeah. have to go to the tape and make sure. Go for it. You might not have enough slots left. I've been saving one for this entire encounter so that I could do this afterwards. Dramatic. I am a performer first and foremost. Okay. Atron shrugs like, mm, and then <laughs> moves over to Alhara and Darius and says, good, now it will be quiet as we enjoy our view and glances around. <laughs> Does she try to, like, land on the horse as she flies down? She's like, I'm going to land on the horse. Per per perfect <laughs> hero landing on the horse. Mm -hmm. And then she takes off. We'll see you back at the circus. No, but she Don't is going to land near the horse oh. so that she can hang out with them. Oh, okay. The only people who understand her. Horses. Animals. The only people who understand her. Okay. Well, you think you're done because you were blessed. So that probably means something. And you killed everything, so what you gonna do? Um, I imagine Ataran wants to take a little look at the symbols that Kavakash was using, just to have an idea of them in case they see them again. And then well, head we've got down. that holy symbol, though, right? Yes, it is uh, Zeb Kavazeb, the oh. Zolgos demon lord. What symbols then? On, on the stone, and Atron would point to all the symbols and magical formula that he was trying to use. Correct. Mm -hmm. So you look, and there's smashed breeze, charcoal marks. You look at them, and they appear to be failed calculations that hint at unsuccessful attempts to affect the orb. And sure enough, you can see all this material appears to be burned. So it looks like he was trying to affect the orb in some way. Oh, I see. Well, whatever he was trying to do failed, and we stopped him. So, oh, I wouldn't mm. worry too much about it, I guess. We can start to collect what we want to carry back. Let's get those clothes and those silks, Hap. Yep, there was nice bits of shiny in that lady's room, even if we can't take the really nice bed. But we can always... You know, swing by here on our way out of town with the uh, with the circus caravan and and maybe pick up some things. Yes, I'm wondering if Hap will come back in from down below. But um, we will join up with her, I'm sure. So let's see. You can Greyhawk the place, take what you can take. A few loose ends, the invisible stalker, which I presume you're leaving alone. Uh, yeah. 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 And then finally, there are the two dinosaurs on the first level that are still hanging out. Yeah, which Atron at least wants to leave, and we can tell Harlock about. Up to you. You can kill them from a distance. 
you can leave them. They had some eggs, if you remember, that they were guarding. Um, yeah, and otherwise everything here is dead. Including the gelatinous cubes that were cleaning up the place. And now they're gone. Good job. Now they're gone. As we th- sweep through, I'm sure Atron would watch for any missed clue or strange um, arcane symbols or anything, just in case for a better understanding of the tower, since we were moving through quickly, but otherwise not specifically searching, more helping gather up things. This place has been looted so many times. The only thing left is, well, the cubes. That was it. <laughs> so there's nothing left of value. Whatever was left has been looted long ago. Okay. All right. Great. Guess we're going to pack it up and head back to the circus. That sounds good. Okay. You pack unless, it up. Unless we're missing anything, almighty oh GM. No. You got it all. I'll say you can take what you can carry, which is things of value. You don't have the bed. There's more than enough food that you can leave inside of the area with the two dinosaurs. That I was going to say, yeah. What do you want to do about them? Keep them going. Keep them for, food and yeah. see what the the druid and the, the priest want to do. Yes. Harlock wants to do. We need to tell him about Bellini as well. Yes. Yeah, I would say it would be okay. So, um, yeah, yeah, you can do that. And other than that, it's just time to get back to the circus. So I don't even know how long it's been. I can't even remember what day we're on. So Uh, we've been here three days, three, three, four-ish days. Right. I don't know, but today, let's see, you beat up the Bile Zolgaths, you found the Invisible Stalker, you killed the other guys, killed the other... I'd say it's like dinner time, so you can either ride at night, hang out outside, then ride in the morning, whatever you want. To the calendar. It is going to be a nearly full moon, so it should be easier for you to ride back. I mean, realistically, Atarog would note that they are very tired, and their ability to focus on spellcasting is severely depleted. Yeah. So if they were to come upon anything, Atarog would be of little assistance, but... If everyone yeah. wants to push, then Atron would. Yeah, we didn't um, take a full rest after fighting the Invisible Stalker, right? We just took a small no. rest to heal up? No, you, okay. have to, you, you basically can go to sleep and wake up the next morning. You can, you can do all your downtime stuff. You can stay in the tower again. You can stay out of the tower, whatever you want. I think it's largely clerical at this point, right? Yeah. So today is Sunday. Goes are in the 5th. Uh, and our show is in two days on Toil Day, which uh, tomorrow is a full moon, by the way. Uh, and then Toil Day is Currency, uh, which is a holiday for Gozra. So you want me to roll in these magic items then? Or? Yeah, sure. Let's see. Okie dokie. Well, I'll roll. I'm assuming the mall, mail, and wand. Which one do you want to do first? I'll do the mall first. Mall. You barely figure it out. Ooh. But it is, as I said before by accident, a plus one striking maul. So it has a rune of a plus one rune of weapon potency and striking. Striking. Nice. Dun, dun, dun. Atron's like, ooh. And then uh, That's really I'll change good. it up and do the wand next. You barely get the wand, but you, you know what it is because you have one. It's a wand of heal second level. 
That's very useful. Fantastic. Wow, nice. Now you have two of them. You never even we used the first two ones. of them. I know. No, we, have we, we have used them. There was one night we used them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, jumping between two encounters. Um, and scale mail last. Scale mail's not magic. Oh, okay. In fact, now I'm looking at it. You've ID'd everything. Woohoo! Um, you've got it all. Nice. All right. Yeah, we can do that as we're camping then. You sit around the campfire, looking at each other, realizing, wow, we've been doing a lot of stuff that has nothing to do with the circus whatsoever. <laughs> we're great leadership staff for the circus. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're going to come back and everyone's going to be in clown face makeup with knives and hooks. Oh, all gosh. getting ready to dedicate themselves to the circus. No. I mean, no. Well, who knows? You you let them go on their own. Who knows what's going to happen when you come back? You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that no Tom Hanks's were harmed in the making of this podcast.